Hi there, Fangirl Nation. It is Tracy Sandler, joined as always by my co-host and Warriors Fangirl, Stephanie McCarroll. Steph, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm really excited that the Warriors were able to um, edge out the Rockets. They were definitely a, co- a tough competitor. We had the injury with KD. So I'm feeling pretty good going into this series. Well, we are joined today by our Trailblazers fangirl, Kara, who uh, I think you two are going to have a lot to talk about. Kara, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to discuss this upcoming Western Conference Finals against the reigning champs, the Warriors. Yes. And so you guys get started uh, today uh, sooner rather than later, which is very exciting. And I'm going to let you two start talking about that. Kara, you're coming off an incredibly exciting series, uh, <laughs> probably maybe more exciting than you wanted it to be, but still really exciting. We're seeing uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum playing their best basketball um, and everyone around them doing that as well. What are you thinking are the keys to the Trailblazers being able to knock out the camps? Oh, man. Um, well, I honestly think the Blazers really have to guard the three-point line when it comes to the Warriors. They have to get around screens. They need to close out on shooters, and they need to make sure to box out the Warriors so that they can't get the offensive rebounds. Um, as we know, you know, no matter how big of the lead is, the Golden State can always come back, and they have proven that. Um, we need to defensively really be on it and not let our guard down. And we need a big game from both McCollum and Lillard in order to hang in there. So, Steph, you mentioned the KD injury at the very beginning of the pod. How much do you think that's going to affect the Warriors this series? Well, um, when I looked at the practice, you know, he was there today and or yesterday. And um, I think it's going to – I mean, it's just they're going to have to go back to the old school Warriors basketball, which is going to be more of passing the ball. Steph is going to probably be, on, you know, more involved. Um, it's not going to be, you know, so much of what KD does, but it doesn't mean that they can't win. I mean, it's just a different way they play. And we saw that in game six against the Houston Rockets. Yes. Of course, it's going to matter. What I'm mostly disappointed about was KD was having like the postseason of his life. I mean, it was one of the greatest so far. So I'm just disappointed for him in that. Do I think it's going to affect the outcome? No, no. <laughs> no, I do think the Warriors are going to advance. Sorry for being cocky, but I just, you know, <laughs> I just believe in them. I just believe in them and and their and their brand of basketball. I think, you know, with, between Clay and Steph, they're they're very tough because mm-hmm. you just have to pick your poison. If you're going to double Steph, then they're going to kick it out to Clay, who can just be as deadly. And then you have Draymond Green, who can guard anybody, any big in the NBA. I mean, even, you know, I mean, he's proven that too. Right. So I no. think it's going to be a key. To me, it's going to be the battle yes. of the backcourts. Yes. I you agree know, 100%. And, <laughs> and Steph and Clay, that's going to be the battle. I think, I think our biggest thing is we have Zach Collins, who is, we need to stay out of foul trouble. He's um, great with helping the Blazers get a major boost in the middle with his rim production and rebounding and and scoring off the bench. He's been pretty um, good, but he needs to stay out of foul trouble in order to be able to even have a chance against the Warriors. And I think the Warriors are going to put him to the test with that because they're very smart. And he has to be able to stay on the floor so the balance is always also even with him and Cantor, so it's not just all on one person. And 
he's young, you know, he has to learn to kind of have some more patience with that because they can easily get him fouled out. What are you thinking about? Because to me, the biggest Blazers question is Ennis Cantor. I think, you know, when, yes. when you know, Joseph Nurkic broke his leg, you know, oh, yeah. he had to put in Cantor. And I think he had a really good series against um, the Nuggets. I mean, I think he actually was yes. better than I thought he could be. Mm-hmm. But I think that the Warriors are going to definitely treat him a little bit differently. I think they are going to really push him. I mean, the last time they saw Cantor, I think if I, if I remember right, was when he was at OKC. And when Steven Adams was uh, off and yes, he yeah. would post, you know, do those ISO post-ups and Cantor was decent at that. But I think that if he can get, if they can get him in space, I think they're going to take him every time. That's my biggest worry for you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, no. And he, like you said, with Denver, he had an amazing series with them. He really stepped up. He helped the team. Um, but he's also struggling with a separated shoulder that he's now done two different series with. I mean, so we really just need to have kind of a balance between him and Collins. Hopefully Collins can bring it into and kind of hold his own so the way it's not all strict on him. Because like you said, you know, I mean, he had a great series against Denver, but we're going up against the Warriors. So it needs to be a game. And hopefully it was a confidence boost for him too this last series. But I mean, I think, you know, the Warriors are going to do what they do and he has to really give it a hundred and with a separated shoulder concerns me a little bit, but I think he's going to be able to do it. It's just to what extent, how he can stay in. Okay. And I, you know, and you know, Warriors are banged up as well. Um, clearly with KD and then cousins too. Um, I don't, I don't foresee cousins coming back this series. I think at best he might make a finals appearance if, you know, obviously I don't want to put my, you know, the cart before the horse here, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that if the Warriors do go, like say they go up two and zero, maybe they hold Katie out game three just for health reasons. It's going to be interesting to see how everything falls because I know that Damian Lillard can be when he's on, he's on. Yeah. And, but I do think that they are. I believe Dame's going to be guarded predominantly by Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to make that switch, and of course, I think. Draymond Green's going to be, when they make the switch, Draymond Green's going to be there or he's going to be in the center. Looney will play center. I think they're going to always be making that switch to make sure that he he and McComb are defended, you know, at all times. That being said, I know how deadly they can be. I mean, and I'm a big Dame fan, by the way. He's an Oakland, you know, he's an Oakland boy. And I'm like, I love yes. him that. So I'm a big fan of him, his, and I want to see him succeed, except when he's playing with the Warriors. Except for the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that the Blazers are 4-0 and zero this postseason when they score 60 combined, CJ and Damian together. I mean, so if they can do that, but like you said, like we struggled with Denver with 2-1-1 on, one on Dame, and he wasn't able to take the three-point shots that he's used to, and he was really guarded. And CJ stepped up in this last game massively. I think he had 37 points. But in order to advance with this team that we're facing now, they both have to be able to make those points for any, you know, chance. And our bench, we have a great bench. I mean, we have, you know, we have Curry and Turner and Hood and Harkless. And, I mean, we have so many different options, but it's whether or not that they're kind of on their A game that's going to determine it. 
I'm excited to see Curry and Curry match up against each other. Yes, let's talk about that, the brothers. I saw that uh, their parents said that they were each flipping a coin every game to see who was rooting for who. Um, I believe that that's correct. It was either that or for the series, but I think it was for every game. Um, But this is the first time brothers have played each other in the conference finals. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Certainly, I think we know that one brother is probably a little bit better than the other brother, but um, I think it is still... It makes for a great storyline, and it's still going to be fun and exciting to watch. I mean, I have to say, Steph, and I'm sure all my 49ers fans followers aren't going to like this either, but I'm a little bit rooting for the Trailblazers. I'm kind of a little bit on that Lillard McCollum train. The underdog. I really think it started with CJ's. I'm coming, <laughs> Jennifer. And it's just going, and then the shot heard around the world, and you know, this is a team that I can get behind, but it's not because I don't love you and the Warriors. It's just because I just think the Blazers are kind of fun. Yeah, they've been the underdogs throughout all of this. I mean, I don't think anybody expected them to go this far at all. I mean, it's, and like you said, the game-winning shot that Dame had that night was incredible. And just all the injuries that they've had. I mean, Warriors have had a lot of injuries too. But I mean, I just, it's kind of a Cinderella storybooks, you know, thing. And Dame coming back to Oracle in the last season of the player when he grew up in Oakland and attended games as a kid. It's just really, it's, I'm so excited for this matchup. I really wanted them to face each other as much as I, you know, am a little bit scared of the Warriors, but I really wanted this to happen and I'm excited to watch it happen. Steph, I think, I mean, I think the Warriors will, will win. Do you think the Blazers are going to give them a run though? Do you think this series could go six or seven games? You know, I, I know that you guys all hate the Warriors and you hate <laughs> Warriors fans alike because we, we're we so confident, you know, but I'm talking pure basketball here. I think that the Warriors, even with the best games from CJ and Dame, and I'm a fan. I mean, I'm a fan of the whole thing. And I yes. <laughs> cracked up with the whole, like, uh, you know, I know Jennifer, you know, I that cracked me up. And I listened, I actively listened to CJ's podcast um all the time I think he has a great podcast I'm a big fan that being said I think that they're definitely going to give the Warriors a run for the money there there's going to be close games probably but I do think the Warriors will edge them out I just there's just too much talent there and if with Katie out that's all Steve Kerr and that's him making those lineups so it makes it so hard I mean that's probably his best strength is the matchups. And then when you look at the matchups, as long as they're, you know, made right, yeah. this is going to be perfect for what the Warriors do. I think the Rockets were a big challenge um, because they, they really do do anything to win. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go into the refs or anything like that in the whole, that whole thing. But I, you know, they will do anything to win, <laughs> especially, you know, CP3. I mean, some of those things and those late hits against Andre, you know, they're a little questionable, but not really. They're pretty questionable. <laughs> so, but I just think, that, I just think that the Blazers play a good game. I mean, they're all right. All due right. <laughs> I think I'm going to call the Warriors in five, maybe four. Well, only the Warriors could lose Cousins and Katie and still definitely be um, <laughs> most likely going to win. And, it, and it's like nobody really disputes that. But I think it will be – I hope it will be a fun series because we had two very fun series before this. And I think – I hope it will be um, – I think it will be a fun series. So heading or looking over at the Eastern Conference, um, I would love to get both of your thoughts on that. Obviously, 
crazy end of the game the other day, the Leonard shot. I mean, these these last second shots have been incredible. Broke my heart to see um, crying. That was so sad. I don't know if you guys saw, we put it in the fangirl story. A little girl in Philadelphia wrote him a letter. That was the sweetest thing. Yes. I mean, so sweet. That was heartbreaking, but obviously very exciting for the Raptors. But what do you guys see going on in that series? I personally think it's going to go probably six or seven games, but I really have... I, I think the Bucks are going to do it this year. I think that they're going to go all the way. That's just my feeling on it. I mean, since since the beginning of the playoffs starting, I've just really thought that they were the best, you know, kind of team on the East. And that's who I'm kind of partially rooting for. But like you said, the last game, that game-winning shot, I mean, the passion, everything everything that built up to this series. I mean, it's going to be a tough series. They're not going to go down without a fight. I see this one going six games or even maybe seven. I don't see it being a sweep. I agree with you. I think the, I think the Bucks are definitely uh, going to win this series. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Well, I think it's going to be a, a very contested series. I mean, the Bucks look very scary. And I, that's what I thought from the beginning. But I've been watching the whole series, you know, with the Raptors and the Sixers. And, you know, Kawhi factors big. I mean, he has the ability to change a game. And that's something that is very, very unique. I mean, Giannis is fantastic. Probably one of the best players in the game right now. Probably the future MVP if I had anything to say about it. But the way Kawhi plays, he plays on both sides of the ball. He, in my opinion is the best two-way player in the NBA. And one of that is because on defense, he I mean, he can guard anybody. His hands are like the size of my head. And the way he like he's just a game changer. So before I saw that series completely with the 76ers, I thought Bucks 100%. But now I'm just sort of questioning that because of quite and and he's not alone. I mean, he has a lot of help and he's just a he's just not only a pure scorer but he on defense he has the ability to take shots away mm-hmm. from you so i i don't know it's i'm hoping for a really good series there i think we're gonna get it i'm i lean towards the bucks but i wouldn't be surprised if the raps pull it out i think that that's that's fair now i'd like to talk about something that like <laughs> that We've talked a little bit about on this podcast, and it's not sports-related. Steph, I think you know where I'm going. Kara, are you – I think I know. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yes, every Sunday. (laughs) Okay, so this past Sunday was very exciting, two very exciting Game 7s and then Game of Thrones. Um, However, I think Game of Thrones, for many of us, was disappointing. Um, I think my tweet was, what in the actual blank just happened? This is a family podcast, so I don't want to swear. Um, but I we're getting the final episode on Sunday. Um, I think they really got to end it with a bang or people are going to look at this season as disappointing. I just, my thing with the other night, which she just snapped, she turned into the mad queen and we obviously saw the signs and they foreshadow it. And clearly at the beginning of the show, she looked like things were rough and going not in a great direction. <laughs> However, she just snapped with, pretty much no explanation and went berserk. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people are having trouble with. And a lot of people have referred to it as lazy writing, which I don't know if I totally agree with or disagree with, but it was kind of a, just kind of a weird episode. And I don't know, I think John kills her and he takes the throne, but then maybe Arya kills her. I want to know what you guys think. I have a lot of things that go through my head when it comes to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'll, I'll start it. Okay. So if somebody cut off my best friend's head, Yes. 
I think I'd probably lose it. I, That's fair. You, when you put it that it. way. And, like, you killed me. <laughs> You kill my dragon. You kill my dragon, and I'm like, then send me full on loony bins, okay? Like I think about my dog. I mean, if you kill my dog, I I I don't, oh I don't even know. And I can't. Like, yeah, this would, is their dragon. It would not go well. So I don't know. I don't know. I just think I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I'd probably go like completely bananas at that point, you know? But um. And I think it has been, I, I think it could have been done better, but I do think that was sort of the, when, after she told John, I don't know, was it last week or something? She's like, you can't tell anybody. That just to me was like, that's crazy. Like, that's not what she's been preaching this entire time about, you know, being the heir, the rightful heir to the throne. And I felt like that was just weird. And then her man dumps her, basically. That doesn't want anything to do with her. That's I mean, she's had a, she's had a rough day. I'm not going to say that she didn't have a very, very rough day. It was not It was not ideal by in any way, shape, or form. It's just they surrender. I guess I think what was weird, at least for me, was the bell rang. They surrendered. It was done. Right. And then she was like, no, I think I'm going to kill all the innocent people now. I mean, I think if she flown that dragon straight at Cersei and did like Drakaris and burned her, fine. <laughs> and took out the red keep, like, get it. But it was the fact that she's like, oh, they surrendered? Cool. Now I think I'll kill everybody who's done nothing. Like all these poor people. And everything that she said she wasn't. And so I think that's what's like a little bit confusing. But then I think also does show how she truly has become the mad king, mad queen. And of course her father's last words were burn them all. So he took that to heart, <laughs> burned them all. Um, I saw a very funny meme that was Ned Stark kept the greatest secret of Westeros for two decades. And then <laughs> they tell Sansa and yeah, she's like, done. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> within like a minute. Um, but I don't know. So what do you guys think, Kara? Who do you think takes the throne on Sunday? I didn't think about John being the one to do her off. So that's like a really interesting way to think about it. I think I'm rooting for Arya. You know, I love her. She's just a she's a strong BA woman. You know, that's who I'm rooting for. I don't uh, I didn't personally. I mean, I didn't blame her for doing what she did, like Steph had said, with losing the dragon and best friend. And then John basically telling her, I'm done. You know, this is done. She lost everything. So I don't really blame her for snapping, but I, I don't think she's not going to get the throne. I think that there's going to be some, it's not going to end up how we want it to end up with just how these writers have been this entire series. So, I mean, I really don't know. And they, and I, and I saw that the cast, when they did the final table rating, they were all just like exhausted and overwhelmed with their emotions. So that really scares me too. Yeah. Like, what? what happens there. Um, the Aria thing was interesting too. So he was like, I got my list. I got my list. I got my list. Nothing can stop me. I got my list. Oh, you think I should go back? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Good talk. Good luck. My Sonia hound. <laughs> it was really just like, it was really, there's just felt like, I guess a lot of things that didn't necessarily feel True to the characters. I, I know a lot of people don't like how Cersei died. I no. think she should have been. I mean, I hate, hate Cersei and think she should. Well, it should have been. It should have been more than rocks falling on her. I mean, it's Cersei. You know, it was like there were all these other ways that she could have been taken out and it would have been great. But then it's like, really, she crumbles under rocks. You know, I mean, give us something more. In a weird, sick way, 
of the relationship with her brother, there's something to be said for them coming into the world together and leaving the world together. And leaving. That's true. So I, I kind of was like, okay, I can see that. I mean, and then all the sickness that happened in between. Yes. But that did feel somewhat fitting. I'm, I'm going to assume that probably also wasn't a great way to go. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't like the most comfortable. Um, maybe not as bad as she deserved, but there was something interesting and fitting about that. But I think Sunday is going to be interesting. And who knows? I mean, who knows with this, this show and these writers, who knows who ends up with the throne? I have a theory. Hit us with your theory. Okay. Um, just like the, you know, the fade to Arya, you know, who's been, she was unconscious or something. And it's like, you know, drizzling soot or whatever it is. And then the horse. I was sitting there going, okay, like, and then I think she's dead. It's interesting that you said that. I think there's actually a possibility that's true. Yeah. And I, you know, that, and I I think she's dead and there's something, um, going on there that, cause okay. a, A horse totally unscathed, right? Like it's like beaming totally clean. It was just weird to me, like out of nowhere and she's so busted up, like her face and, you know, everything, everybody around her, like, was killed. You know, even the women that tried to help her and the you know, kids, they're all, I just, I think there's going to be something like that's like, whoa. Yes. You know, that's going to come out of that. Now, I don't, I'm probably wrong. You would not be I wrong. Was like, this is it is, I, I had thought that too. I had thought that that was maybe a possibility. Um, there's, I don't know if you guys read and I've been like promoting it, but Betches did a really funny recap. Um, and I love what they say. <laughs> I might, we might end it on this. They say that one more disappointment to the episode is that Aria wrote off without, I'm going to take my horse to the plane, <laughs> which I think was amazing. <laughs> but sadly, that was not to be, and you're welcome. You got a little bit of singing in today's podcast. Um, all right. Well, we will be back next week to talk about who takes the throne, where these series lie, um, in terms of the conference finals. Kara, thank you so much for joining us today. It was very fun to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much. I had a blast with you guys. You guys crack me up. I love it. Well, we try. We do what we can. <laughs> Steph, it has been a pleasure as always. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Go Warriors. Go Blazers. <laughs>